People, ils ont posé, ils ont tout le monde. For the podcast. Let me take a minute before you smell my breath on the podcast. For the Back at it again, it's the Foreign Culture Podcast. Uh, we have a special guest for us today. Yes, Jersey sir. John. Jersey John, all the way Welcome from Jersey. Welcome to Miami, Florida, Broward. I don't Love know if you want to call it rep, but um, is your first time in Florida? Or? Uh, no, it's not my first time. Actually, second time. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so you're here for a show that's tomorrow. Yeah, I got a show tomorrow. I put it together from the ground up, so that's going to be Oh, so you playing the whole thing? Yeah, playing the whole thing. Okay, dang. You everything. DJ on the Yeah, I got D- I DJ, um, production, like so producer. And um, event coordinator. Those are my three strong suits. All right, and you're born and raised in New Jersey. Born and raised in New Jersey. Okay, and um, I was looking at uh, doing research on you and everything. Um, it's fair to say it took you about four years to get to where you're at now. Or yeah, pretty accurate. Okay. Four years. So how do you like the progress you've seen so far from the start to begin? Well, it's not the end, but the yeah, from the start to now, we'll say, um, I'm gonna say that I'm never satisfied with where I'm at, but I can say that I'm satisfied with my progress because I've set goals for myself three years ago, four years ago, and I would have never expected to actually be living some of the dreams that I had back then. So I like, I actually went past some of the expectations that I had, and it's, it's pretty dope. I mean, so I'm always pushing forward with that, so, you know what I mean, but yeah. Yeah, you always gotta push, man, because uh, anytime you're comfortable, you're not gonna see progress. You gotta pretty much go wherever you're not uncomfortable at, and then you just hundred percent. Yeah, um, wanted to bring up the Kobe situation since everybody's talking about it, and uh, we lost a good player, man, entrepreneur. What are your did he have an impact on you in your life growing up or no? Hundred percent. I much rather that's a topic I much rather not speak about uh-huh. simply because I never watched sports uh-huh. and I never looked up to Kobe and really didn't know much about him. Oh, okay. So I don't want to sit here and be like, oh yeah, rest in peace. Like I, I put a little a post up and rest in peace Kobe. Other than that, I didn't want to say anything else simply because I didn't know much about him. I never watched sports. I barely even knew what team he played for, honestly. So oh, I didn't so know, know, I know nothing, nothing, all, nothing, nothing about basketball. You don't play sports so, at all? Or just... uh, I used to play soccer, but okay. even then I didn't even really watch sports. I would just play it in high school. Oh, okay. So That's a fair adjustment. Yeah, because I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, he impacted me a lot. So. All right, and um, how did you get linked up with Fat Boy? Um, how did I get linked up with Fat Boy? Um, pretty much I was trying to work with Fat ever since I started, simply because when I was getting big, Fat was doing a lot in New Jersey, and he was doing a lot with the skits and doing a lot with music. And I wanted to work with him, and I always reached out to him, I reached out to his friends, I reached out with anybody that had FBG, anybody that had a chain, anybody that was associated with him, reached out. It did not work. Nobody wanted to work with me, nobody was like willing to answer my DMs, nobody's willing to, to listen or check me out. So pretty much what I did one time was that I hit up his manager and I was like, yo, how much to book you? So I tried to book his manager. And it sounds a little crazy because people don't go around booking managers. Managers, yeah. So I booked his manager. So I pretty much, and it's a fucked up situation. And Fat kind of knows the situation, right? But not a lot of people know this. And I put his manager on the event. Uh-huh. But at the same time, because his manager's tied in with Fat Boy, uh-huh. I wrote Fat Boy Presents. <laughs> oh. So it was a kind of fucked up situation. But at the end of the day, I did that show. And his manager was like, holy shit, you were able to bring people out. Because it was the first show he ever came out to. I put his name. It was, yo, take it off. People are starting to think Fat Boy's going. I ended up doing that. Fat Boy didn't come, unfortunately. But his, all his people came. And they were like, yo, we're still showing love because you put Fat Boy on the flyer. And you put all, all his people here. So we're here as a gang. 
and we're going to represent him. I was like, yo, I appreciate that a whole lot. So I did that, and we actually had over a thousand people show up in the building. I had it flooding line out the street, and he was like, yo, that's pretty impressive. Regardless if he's here or not, you were able to bring all these people, because not everybody knew Fat Boy. So they were out there for my name and for his name. So after that worked out once, Fat actually invited me out to go DJ for him. So I dj for him a couple times. I did a couple one-off shows while he, had, he still had other DJs. I did a couple one-off shows for him. And he just liked how I DJ. So I went around with him, showed him that I was more valuable than just a DJ. And then he stopped working with any other person that DJed for him. And I just connected with him after that. And then I went on tour with him and built uh, the great relationship on tour, is what I would say. When you uh, had the event and you put his name on it, he didn't show up. You DJ that event too? Or yes. No? Okay. Well, I was the event coordinator, so I DJ for about 30 minutes. It wasn't 20 minutes, nothing crazy, but I put his name on it. And then we obviously spoke about it afterwards. He was like, you can't do that. That's when I was early on. That's when it was early on because this is what I just said. I started that with, that was maybe my first or second year when I started. And I was trying to get his attention, couldn't get his attention. Then booked his manager and then put it on. But then towards the end, um, maybe a year after I started working with him and then two years after I went on tour with him So my fourth year is when I actually went on tour with that and then that's when we built the relationship that we have right now Well, you caught his attention though caught his attention. <laughs> The wrong, way, the wrong way, yeah, but sometimes You just got to do shit differently and, yeah. and that's the way that I thought about it I caught his attention and, and now he's like one of my closest brothers helps me with everything so Regardless of the situation wondering. how it started, I mean, that's how the relationship honestly started. I'm not going to sit here and lie and be like, oh yeah, I messaged him and, and shit worked out perfectly. Uh, it kind of went south first and then we built a very close relationship, so we have a lot going on moving forward. I always wonder what the artists be thinking sometimes when they have people like putting their name on the flyer hate and it. they don't show hate up. It. They hate it. Hate it. <laughs> you spoke to me about it. hate it. Yeah, because I always thought like, damn, are they like forced to show up or... Do they show up or Management not? usually handles it. Oh, okay. But since I booked this manager, it was a whole, whole situation. Whole yeah, okay. Damn. Um, uh, did you hear the comments when Blueface was talking about comedians? Yeah, bro, it's crazy because the reason I say that is because, bro, yeah, and you know about that, right? Because the whole Blueface situation, bro, I knew Blueface when Blueface still had in his bio when it said $1,000 for bookings and features. Literally, $1,000, nobody knew him. He had maybe, bro, I had more followers than Blueface. He had 15,000 followers, right? He was popping in LA, everybody was playing him. That was actually my first time I went out to LA and everybody was rocking with him. And then I brought him back with his manager and we were like, bro, we gotta put on for Blueface. We gotta get a booking, we gotta do this, we gotta do that. So we tried to put on for Blueface. Shit just didn't work out. He blew up, like, he, got, he got really big. And then shit happened and then we didn't really talk to him anymore. And then this shit happens, that the person that I was trying to put on for a year ago is now talking shit about fat. It wasn't even talking shit about fat, it was indirectly, and the people, the media kind of just took it upon it. Yeah, I think he was kind of like talking about all people that are trying to transfer over. Yeah, because I asked him about it and he was like, bro, I don't even care, honestly, that's not going to bug me. Oh, fat said that? Yeah, he oh. doesn't even bug him. Yeah, because it wasn't directed, it wasn't directed towards him. Yeah. But yeah, okay, dang. And even even that, fat is probably one of the most mature artists I've ever, I've ever seen. A lot of people will try to say certain things about him and he just brushes it over his head because he realizes at the end of the day, what does it matter to him? When yeah. you're making your own moves and you're doing your own things and people look up to you, why does it matter what other people say about hey, you? Yeah. So. And I seen him going, um, um, what was it? He was passing out $1,000 to people? Yeah, he shows a lot of love. Yeah, he gives back a lot. A lot of love. I like that. So actually, I actually, yeah. that's something that I kind of kind of grew on me. So since I saw him showing a lot of love, that was something that I wanted to start doing. So I've been doing like a charity event every month. So, oh, you're doing it every month? Yeah, doing oh, okay, yeah, I've seen you every month for Thanksgiving and Christmas. I did Thanksgiving. Uh, well, I started on Thanksgiving, then I did the the toy drive for Christmas, and then January. It's not, um, it wasn't a charity event, but what I did was, in a sense, I helped people. 
it wasn't because I didn't want to just do oh let me get stuff to help people. Mm -hmm. I had um, the venue already, so instead of charging people to perform, what most people usually do mm -hmm. is I gave the opportunity for a bunch of artists. Actually, my friend uh, KK right here and uh, Tej over there, I actually had them performing. Uh, yes, no, not yesterday. Fuck, I'm lost on track. Two days, ago. Two days ago, and I, ain't, I, I said, bro, I don't need a dollar. Come out here and perform, honestly, because I got the place. So I showed love to everybody, and I allowed all the talent to come over there. So I wanted to give back to them. Okay, so you two are artists. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and shop the most people will go on their Yeah, I got my brother uh, KK and Tij in the building. We got uh, Jersey and Philadelphia, so we're set to. Alright, and um, what type of music you guys are usually, like, what type of, would you say fair, like, what type of music they usually do? Uh, Hip-hop predominantly. Hip-hop? Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um, everybody knows Jersey John, but, like, who is John? Ooh, I like that question. Mm. Everybody knows <laughs> that, right? <laughs> Alright, so... So who is John? Me, myself. Oh, that's very difficult. Honestly, that's a very hard question to answer simply because on camera and when I try to like give off a perception of myself, it's Jersey John. Uh -huh. There's very minimal times that you're going to see myself unless you're my friend. Unless you're coming around with me to a party and hanging out with me or you're at my house or something like that, you'll see myself and that's probably when we're having fun. Other than that, it's it's business Jersey John, social media Jersey John, and professional Jersey John. So that's crazy because um, I'm going back to the Kobe thing. Um, people will be saying that he has this black mamba mentality mm -hmm. on the court, but everybody said he was a, on the off the court. He was a whole different person. Different person. Like, yeah, yeah. And I feel like and I feel like that's something that all my friends could actually attest to that when I'm doing business, I'm very professional about it. And then when I want to have fun, it's where did Jersey John go? <laughs> oh, so you turn up key. Yeah, I like having fun. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep it at that. I just like having fun. Okay. And um, uh, seeing you had one no surgery a couple months ago? No surgery. It was no surgery? Uh, no oh, no su surgery? No surgery. Oh, okay. Yeah. What happened? What? Um, I had um, I had to get my uh, adenoids removed. What is that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so pretty much, like, you know how you have, like, your tonsils? Uh -huh. And it, like, blocks from shit from going down your throat. It's oh, like the immune system. Okay. You have the same shit in your nose. I think. And that uh, shit stopped me from breathing. Because <laughs> that's the best way to put it. Because, like, I don't know how else you want to explain it. Yeah. Like, it's not an anatomy class, but, like, you feel me? Uh, it was just, like, I couldn't breathe too well. So, um, I had that surgery, now I can actually breathe through my nose for the first time. So, you have, you have, you have a problem with breathing at that time? Mm -hmm. Yeah, how, did it tell you how that happens, or? No, it's usually usually grow with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, since I was younger. All right. Um, I had seen a post where it was there talking about DJs in the '90s and then DJs now. What do you? What, how do you think the DJs? I'm involved? a DJ ten years from now. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a DJ ten years ago. I'm not a DJ twenty years ago. I'm a DJ twenty years past now. Um, I don't, there's not much and I, much I could really say about that simply because I don't really do my research on other DJs. I don't really like following other DJs. I like I don't like following trends either. So pretty much what I'm doing right now, I said that when we started in the beginning, I was like, I do this whole producing, event coordinating, DJing. I do a bunch of handfuls of things. So I don't want to really look back into when it goes to oh, disc jockeys and scratching and, and, and all the work that they had to put into that because mm -hmm. that was a skill, right? DJing now is not a skill. So when you look at it, like honestly, I can say, yeah, I can press play, and I'm a DJ because I've seen a ton of DJs, and 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 this is even myself. I've bro, I've DJed, and I've honestly pressed play, switched and did filter, and switched the song. But if I was great at speaking, who the hell's gonna tell? It's different at a concert, though, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, oh, okay. Let me go back to what I was saying. It really matters where you're DJing. Mm -hmm. If I'm DJing a concert, it don't matter because bro, you were 
2,000 deep, you think you're going to listen if somebody did an echo out or a delay yeah. or a reverb on, on, on a track, you're not going to pay attention. If the music stops, that's a whole other story. Other than that, it really doesn't matter nowadays. Yeah, Especially right. since all the musics are hot for a month, hot for two months. Play the hot tracks and then do my thing, and that's, that's, di that's a different story. But uh, if you're talking about a club DJ, it starts getting more technical. So. Yeah, people's music tolerance change. Which, 100%. Yeah. Um, have you ever DJ a party where there's nobody dancing in the crowd? Mm -mm. No? Not even your first time DJing? Mm -mm. No? <laughs> like, so you're saying like I DJed and there was absolutely nobody dancing? Yeah, that happens sometimes. You'd be surprised. No. The DJ comes out, you don't know who he is. No, because I'm very strong about my uh, perception. So if I know that that is a possibility, I wouldn't get myself into that. Oh, okay. I think in advance. It sounds a little fucked up, but I just don't put myself in positions that I know that I could look or be put through stuff like that. I'm blaming so then you gotta do your research sometimes. Yeah. Before you even hundred percent. Yeah. Alright, um so what do you see you your like your future from now on going? Okay, so my future from now, I want to get into like commercialized marketing for music. Uh, I love the whole DJing, I love all of this, I love the entertainment scene. But it's like it's like now, it's not later. Like down the line, I feel like things are gonna change for me simply because how far can a DJ actually make just spinning records, right? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I could spin a record, but I could spin everybody's records. And then 10, 10 years from now, I could spin everybody else's records again. I wanna get into the production, then I wanna start making commercialized music. Um, I wanna start getting placements with uh, movies. I wanna start having my songs in, um, that, whether it's my songs or a song that I produce, I wanna start getting them placed at stores when people go shopping. I wanna get tracks to go international. Those are things that I'm looking at. So I have a bigger picture. So I do that with hip hop and then I wanna get into the EDM scene. So I wanna go hand in hand with that uh, and figure out how things go. So that's what I'm pushing forward with everything right now. Okay, no, like DJ Khaled type shit? Um, yeah, actually. And it's funny that you said that because I have a track that I just recorded right now with, um, I haven't released it or anything and it's not complete. But uh, I have TJ3K, and then I have uh, Fat in the Trap. So oh, I'm uh, working on that right now. I was hoping to actually have it released by now. But um, both parties were a little bit busy, and I, and I had to handle a couple things myself. So uh, I'm working on it right now, and I have something uh, laid down already on both behalfs, and I'm just uh, trying to push forward on that right now. All right, and then um, Rolling Loud in the next Miami, you're going to be there too? I'm going to be there. Are you... DJing for an artist or are you just... I will be DJing for an artist, but that is something that I'd rather not speak about because I'm hoping to DJ for multiple artists. Oh, okay. So. Alright, and this is your second Rolling Loud, but your first Miami Rolling Loud? First Miami Rolling Loud, I went to New York. I was uh, in New York with Juice World, and then LA Rolling Loud. Who was I there with? Juice World. Yeah. And then, what else was before that? The Bay Area. No, 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 he's speaking about Rolling Loud. Yeah, so my third Rolling Loud. Fourth, third or fourth. Something within that. I'm losing okay. track now. How was Juice World? Because I never met him, but, you know, since his passing and everything. He was honestly one of the nicest people I've ever met. And uh, that guy definitely meant so much to me. Simply because and when it wasn't just for his music. It was what he did for me and what his team did for me. They all helped me grow as a DJ and grow as a person so much. And that's something that I probably don't speak about so much on my social media, simply because I don't want to like bite off of what he did, right? I don't want to be like, oh yeah, I was friends with Juice or I did this with Juice or or I was around him or I did this, like, that's just not me. And especially because of his passing, that's just, I don't know, it just impacted me a lot. 
Yeah, you don't want to pretty much swag jack him pretty much. Hundred percent, because I knew his whole team. I knew everybody from his own, his personal DJ, uh, DJ Mike P. I knew his um, his manager, his road manager uh, P. I knew uh, his production manager Anthony. Like I knew all of them. I knew his drummer. I knew everybody that was around him. So when when that happened, I was very quiet on the subject. Okay. Um. Are you into politics or anything like that? Or? Not really. No? So you're not voting for nobody? Or? <laughs> Hell no. Why are you voting? What's going on? <laughs> no. Look, I gotta vote for it. I mean, look at, look what happened when nobody voted. Look at everybody. That's why we need to vote. Yeah. Vote, bro. Because if I vote, what's the difference? I used to be That's just one like person. you. That's one person. Yeah, I used to be just like <laughs> you. I'm not voting. We I used to be just like you, bro, vote. but it, uh, our votes really do matter and does count. How old is it to vote? 18? Mm. 18? Oh, you're not 18? No, I am 18. Oh. I was just asking I never voted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's a serious question. Uh, I think it is 18, yeah. yeah. 18? Yeah. yeah, I never voted. Okay, so how old are you right now? 20. 20? So you got two years, you couldn't vote it. Yeah, and I didn't. So, are you Well, Because there was only one. I didn't vote either. I'm 22. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, because it's four years per two. Our yeah, first election was... He knows this shit. Wild. I know. Well, yeah, we weren't even part of, like, the like the presidential election. It's just local shit. Like, this would be our first, like, first presidential time. election. Yeah. Okay, so now here you go. You got a chance to vote. You got I'm, your, busy. I'm, I'm busy. He gonna vote. You busy. He gonna, he gonna busy. do. He gonna do busy to vote, man. He gonna do a mail, and he gonna, he gonna vote. Yeah. <laughs> What are your thoughts on Donald Trump then? Since you don't, since you don't vote, you don't care about none of the politicians and nothing was going on. I mean, on I really pay attention World, to him. Well, not even the World War Three, but the whole thing with the whole bombing and. No, I feel like some of the things he did were out of pocket. But at the end of the day, I mean, people might hate me for this, but I don't think he's a terrible leader. Like as far as having people follow him, that's a leader, right? So if people are voting for him, it makes him a good leader. Well, I mean, not even matter of fact. Let me take that back. I'm not even gonna say he's a good leader or a bad leader because I don't know shit what he's doing. But what I'm going to say is he has people that are following him, is what I'm trying to say. So if he has people following him, he's doing something right. Because I mean, that's probably one of the hardest things to do, is have people follow you right. and, 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 and follow the things that you're doing. Yeah. So other than that, that's probably the only thing I can say about Trump, but other than that, I don't really know. That don't mean he's doing something right. He's got a little cult following, and the people that follow him are kind of crazy. Yeah. I feel everybody's breath in this damn room because once they <laughs> started speaking about politics. Yeah, he got like a KKK plan with following him type of stuff. Yeah, like shit like that. Like, this is why I said I don't really speak about it like that because I don't really know. As far as leadership and as a businessman, entrepreneur, I think he's smart. As an entrepreneur, oh, I agree with you smart as hell. I agree with you that. He Making knows money, business. smart as hell. Um, Presidency, uh, some of the decisions were out of pocket is what I was trying to say before. Okay. Um, do you believe he's gonna get impeached or probably? <laughs> so? He he did a lot. He did a couple of things that were crazy. I think the system is corrupted, so I don't think he's gonna get impeached. Plus, he's about to set down. What's the point at this point? They should have done all that way before. But they shouldn't have even been in office at this point. Yeah. Um. That's why people are saying that uh, they feel like anybody can go in office now. I think that's why you seen Cardi B saying for oh, twelve thousand or something. <laughs> Uh, Kanye West wants to run now. I'll be dead, yeah, Kanye. I'll vote for. I'll go out and vote for Kanye. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Even... He has no politician background. You gonna vote for him? Just like just off the rip. Like, I gotta hear what he's saying first. Like, what do you want to change? Bro. What are you gonna do? You know he gonna change the world. Change the world. Yeah, nah, he's the only thing he's gonna change the White House. That's just gonna be dripped down. That's it. <laughs> That's the only thing he's gonna change. <laughs>
the pres the way the president dressed or something like that. It's like the style and swag. Now the president dresses. I mean, just in a suit. He probably would come in with the Yeezy outfit or something like that. That's a fact. Yeah. Have a Yeezy carpet that says Kanye for president. See, and I, I mean, I like Kanye, but he's doing too much. He's like away from me right now. I'm trying to figure him out, but it's like he's in he's manic, bro. Yeah, he's he's bipolar. That's why he's, he's everywhere. Oh yeah, he did clarify. He's bipolar. Yeah. He's mad. So what are your thoughts on him <laughs> being uh, going towards God now? Kanye? Yeah. I respect it. Yeah, you you got me talking on. You got me talking on. Alright, you got me talking on subjects like, oof, like, you got me talking about politics, and you got me talking about the Kobe situation, and you got me talking about. What you just ask me? Um, that shit just flew over my head. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, that's how bad head was. Didn't even want to answer that because it flew over my head. <laughs> so I actually about the um, him and um, the church thing. I mean, how I said, I mean, I respect him going uh, and doing everything for the church and um, what, what was he doing, like the Kanye services and... and yeah, he actually bringing it to Miami, you know, think about it. He's bringing it Sounds pretty the, dope. Yeah. I mean, I respect him trying new things and um, bringing it out to light because I feel like people will follow what he's doing. You don't think nothing's fishy? I mean, it could be a marketing scheme, but other than that, I mean, you know, I don't really think about it too much. I don't blame you. But so here, let me explain something to you because most of the questions you're asking me are other things that are going around the world that I really don't pay attention about because I pay attention mainly to myself. I don't blame because you. Because I, I keep to myself and everything that I do is how it could benefit me. And if something doesn't affect me or something, and it sounds very selfish, but if something doesn't affect me, I don't really put too much mind into it. I, I really focus on what is going to grow me, what is going to grow the people around me, and how my future is going to look. Which, everything... Except for the politicians. Politic, yeah, which, that which, which, which it does affect me. That but. affects you and your family in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Down the line. <laughs> All right, so um, I have a segment we call BTS, uh, Between the Sheets. Okay. <laughs> so um, I usually have a bowl of questions, but I don't have it today. So I'm just going to ask you the questions. Or if you want me to show you, you pick which ones you want to answer. Sure. Or uh, just, you know what? I don't know what. Yeah, 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 we could well, do that. Just pick the questions. Yeah, or just pick them. Just pick them. You know, we'll have fun with it. Alright. You gotta answer them though. I don't want to hear them. Oh no, man, you get, you get one pass. One pass. Yeah, I need one, one pass. pass, right? One. That's it. Strictly one. Alright. Actually, there's a question. I think I'm asking the question you wanted to ask. Oh man, here we go. Let me see if I can find it. This is gonna be interesting. They're all related to behind the sheets, but well, between the sheets. So. Just so you know. Okay. This is going to be fair questions to ask. Yeah, it's going to be fair. Yeah. Very fair. I guess I'm just going to be criminal. What's the dirtiest thought you ever had about a total stranger? A total stranger? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the dirtiest thought? Or the most common? Like, I can say my most common thought. The dirtiest. The dirtiest that ever crossed your mind. You're just, like, seeing a girl and you're like, just... I want to hit. You want to hit? That's the dirtiest? I mean, what else am I thinking about? I want to hit her hand. I want to lick the toe. Oh, nah, nah, nah. That's some weird shit. Hell no. Okay, because you know some people get creative with it, you know? Nah, I mean, how you look at somebody and be like, I want to eat ass. I heard people say that. We be around. I heard people say that. Yeah, I'd be like, whoa. All right, um, that's four questions. Um, four questions? And then, oh, all right. Yeah, one pass. You can do one pass now, or you can just answer all four. I got them. I got them all. All right. We're not talking about politics. I'm great. <laughs> Alright, so um 
Do you have a go-to masturbation fantasy? Uh, like some shit like I beat, beat my knee to? <laughs> That's what you're saying? Yeah, uh, what's my son? Uh, let me think. What's some shit that I feel like is hot? Um, what the fuck? Milfs are hot. Milfs? Milfs are hot. Can't go wrong with milfs. Can't milfs. go wrong with a milf. Um, but I'm trying to think of some like funny shit. Like I don't know. I, I'm gonna just I'm gonna stick with my milfs on that one. Yeah, milf. Yeah, milfs go to. All right, let me get an easier one. Um, <laughs> word it differently. <laughs> word it differently. Um, so this is just gonna get worse. Right? Is that what it is? This is like levels. <laughs> Nah, I'm gonna give you a break. Usually people like, I had a uh, politician in here, and um, he's a proud senator from Florida, uh-huh. and um, he's gay. Oof. And I was asking him questions where he was like sweating, like, oh shit. Uh, he could have had a Between the Sheets series <laughs> with Jersey John. I could have answered all of these. So, um, two million dollars and your wife is hanging from a cliff. Which one you grabbing? My wife. Your wife? Yeah, I could always make money. Uh, I, get a, I mean, whoa, <laughs> I could grab another wife, but I made a fuck. Um, no, I mean, if I'm settling down, I'm settling down with my wife, not with the money, so. Oh, okay. okay that's why I like that question. Um, answer. Alright. Was it easy? Yeah, that was like, definitely the easy one. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, what do you think an orgy would be like if you and your homeboy and another girl was in there? I already did it. Oh, you did it? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry about that. that go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead and explain. Go ahead and explain like. Ah, uh, which one? I right, I'm gonna just have to explain this one because this man giggling. Um, so so females know. I'm, this is about to just get really interesting. So females know when I talk to a girl, I really like testing them. So I wanted to see how down she was for me. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I was I hit and I was talking to this girl for like two months, two three months. And she wanted me to date her, and I was like, uh, I was like on the edge about it. I was like, I don't know. Two, three months, and she, well, I guess some people, it depends. Yeah, she was quick. She was a college, little college girl, so she was like trying to get about it, and I was like, I'm not really feeling it, whatever. Besides the point, I was hitting like every other week, or every other day, whatever. And then I bring it to the studio one time, and I hit quickly, but I was just like, yeah, I'm not really feeling it. I'm just like, I'm bored as hell. So we go back inside. I was just, I wasn't feeling it. I mean, I was already hitting it for two or three months, so I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm not going to say it and be like, nah, I'm not trying to hit that. But I was just bored. I didn't really want to hit, and I was like, whatever. So I bring it to the studio, and my manager's like, bro, she bad as fuck, bro. I'm trying to hit. I was like, line it up. And so we were at the, so we were at the studio, and she was like, oh, I never fucked a black guy before. Whoa. And I was like, oh, shit. I go, go ahead. So my man started one after another, after another, after another. We just started, you know, shit happened. She never went back, right? And then I was like, yo, honestly, <laughs> I never went back. <laughs> no, that was my little test. Like, I want back. She never go back. Yeah. Nah, because I was just like, nah. And the reason that I did that, it was like, bro, like, if I'm gonna have a girl around and she wants to be with me, like, if I'm gonna be like, fuck all my mans, like, if she already fucking all my mans, then she not, I mean, she a groupie at that point, so we yeah, just gonna have fun with it. First of all, the fact that she's even doing that, like, that shit, you're dead. Like, get out while we You're dead, right? Yeah. Like, Wash. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here with that. Alright, what number was that? Is the last one or how many questions do you have? Four? I feel like one. Alright, Um. so if you're in a relationship, oh, I guess man. it's going to be easy kind of too, depending on, I don't know where everyone is. So you're in a relationship and you're on a break, is ch- cheating, is, uh, you cheating? cheating? You cheating? Yeah, if I'm on a break? Uh-huh. Yeah. So We're on a break. Yeah. 
I'm going to get asked. So can she cheat too? Just don't let me hear about it. Oh, because okay. I hear about it so because I'm just gonna get with like, your friend or some shit like that. I'm not. Oh, damn, you vindictive like that? Yeah, I'll be yeah, spiteful <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, why can't you just be the bigger person and just say, I'm just gonna move yeah, on? Yeah, but she won't figure out about it. So oh, that's what you're saying. You're not throwing her in the face, you're just doing it behind her back. But her friend, still, her friend is still talking to her about it. But that's her friend. That's not my problem at that <laughs> point. <laughs> you're right, you're right. So, yeah. That's, all right. that's a good one. Alright. Those are all five questions. So, um,. Gonna let everybody know where to follow you and keep up with you and up to date and everything. Okay, so on Instagram it's Jersey John Official. Twitter, I don't even use that shit. I think it's like Jersey John 908. Uh, I'm on YouTube, I post a couple of videos up there. So that's Jersey John. I got a nice little website, jerseyjohn.net. What else I got? My TikTok. We'll be TikTok favorites and watch. We're gonna have another segment on that. Go ahead, let's go ahead and plug everybody in TikTok. Uh, I got my TikTok, Jersey John 908. And other than that, I mean, hit me on social media. I try to answer as many people as I can. Always trying to work with new people and uh, give opportunities. So that's probably the biggest thing I'll be doing. So with that being said, yeah. All right. And um, I have one more question. You went to Keene University, right? Yeah. All right. And you graduated or you just... <laughs> no, I did not graduate. Fuck it. Um, matter of fact, that's funny that you said that because nobody knows that I go to college right now. Other oh, than you're still in college. I went to Keene University. And I went for one semester, it just wasn't for me, bro. I dormed and everybody just kept coming up to my dorm. I just, it was weird because everybody was a SoundCloud rapper at that school coming asking me for questions. <laughs> so I was like, mom, I'm not going to school. So I left that school, I took a gap year. Um, I went on a tour and then I started doing matches on my own. And then it wasn't that I was bored, it was that I felt like I needed to be on more so on like a, like a schedule, mm -hmm. right? Because every day I woke up and did whatever the fuck I wanted. And it was cool because I made my bread and I did whatever I wanted. And, and always built my career. But at the same time, I didn't like it because I did it whenever I want. So I kind of spoiled myself with something that I love. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like that's the healthiest thing to go about. So does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So like, I don't want to spoil myself with something I love because then I'm going to only do it at 50% instead of doing it at 100% when I get rewarded with something I love. All right, and so you are currently in school right now? Currently in school right now. I went back um, just to please my mother. So I'm taking uh, general business courses. And then uh, see where it goes from there, honestly. I mean, my goal isn't to complete school, but I mean, if it's there, it's there. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's how everybody started. I, w I started going to college for my parents, too, but then I actually, like, I'm running up to my bachelor's. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually at to the point of, like, I'm so far in, like, why not finish and get a degree? Yeah, I'm currently, um, I would be a freshman, so I'm doing my associates right now. Oh, okay. still in my first year, so. Oh, uh, she's doing, like, the basic core shits to, like, high school research. You know, <laughs> Alright, yeah, once you get to like bachelor's, because you're in business, I'm in business too. Yeah. Um, you will, I'll say like the first year of business, you will start learning shit about business. And it's actually pretty helpful, I guess, but um, some of the stuff, like if you do like digital marketing classes mm -hmm. and stuff like that, you can learn on your own. But they do have like certain courses in business that you will actually, you can learn. Like, yeah, I feel like if I go to like a business, because I'm currently taking like financial accounting and um, principles of management. And I feel like I can apply some of the things. Like if I'm looking to learn, mm -hmm. and then I take the information that they're already giving me, then I can apply it in what I'm doing. So pretty much what I was trying to say, because some people say, "Oh, school is a waste of money." No, I'm not going. I'm not going to sit here and be like, "School is a waste of time," because there's a ton of things that you can learn from school. Yeah. But I feel like when you pay for a university, you're kind of paying for the network. Yeah. I mean, the knowledge is, is always there. I mean, the knowledge is out and about. You could go read a book or, or learn from somebody else. But uh, you're kind of paying for the network at that point because once you go over there and you get your uh, you get your uh, internships and you get your jobs and, and they help you with everything else, so. Correct. <laughs> All right. Um. So if I wanted or anybody wanted to start to become a DJ, what advice would you give them? Um. What age bracket? 
Because I would give them different advice depending on their age. Okay, so what age brackets are you talking about? Like different like like. Like let's say if somebody's in high school and they start in this shit, go start doing high school parties. It's gonna help you tremendously. Okay. If you in college, start doing your college parties. If you're a little older than that, hit the club. But obviously that goes by your age bracket. Okay. Um, and then I would go about it differently with your goals. So. Um, the biggest thing I would recommend is, is overuse social media because that will keep you relevant because you're not dropping, if you're only a DJ, you're not dropping music and, um, you're not doing much. So the best thing you could do is throw your own events. So get handy with, um, throwing events because once you have people coming to your shows, you can start making money, you can start putting on for yourself and you can start putting on for the people around you. So that's probably my best recommendation if you want to get started, whether you're at the high school level or you're at a college level. Or even older, you could do all of that with um, any age bracket, actually. And what uh, equipment should this someone start with? Um, me personally, I started with like a like a Pioneer. Oh, that's um, just basic. Eh? Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. basic, a little uh, controller. That's what I recommend because if you're gonna move from here to there to there to there, you want a controller. You don't want CDJs. You don't want all these pieces. And the reason I say that is because I started at house parties. And when oh, you had a house party, when you fight got a freak dip, out. You got a, you got a dip, you don't want to carry, hey, let me pick this up, let me pick this shit up, let me pick this shit up. Nah, let me pick up this shit and let me come out. Because then you're going to get caught up. So I recommend a small mixer, weighs like three, four hundred, nothing crazy. And then uh, a speaker too. I've seen parties where um, I've seen a DJ DJ set up on the table, fight, break out, his little equipment break. break. Because I've set up on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I've DJed out of everywhere. I've and I was talking to him. He was saying, uh, like, like, you'd be surprised how much those equipment costs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets, it gets pricey. Yeah. So for that to happen, I know he was hurt. Hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Um, I just had a brain fart. I was about to ask you a question. Oh, um, New Jersey. Um, how's the support system over there? Cause you know how everybody has like Ooh. every, every state is <laughs> different. Cause you know in Florida. People say sometimes the Miami artists don't really... Honestly, I feel like I heard that from everywhere, bro, because I travel to a lot of states, and I literally hear everybody say, my state doesn't support me, or our support system doesn't make sense. I, I love it here. I love the support system here, but it's probably just because of the people I've been meeting. Mm -hmm. But um, as far as the support system in Jersey, it's there, and a lot of people will probably disagree with me saying that it's there. It's just that, one, the unity isn't there, so people don't really like working together. So I guess I would fall into support. Yeah, that's and, then the other, and then the other thing is, uh, there's no leaders in Jersey. No, so, you don't got, uh, who's that? What is the uh, Wu-Tang person was from Jersey? What's his name? What is he doing for anybody else other than himself? So, Freddie Watt don't do nothing either? What is he doing? I, I mean, I love Freddie Watt, but I mean, what is he, he's really not putting on for anybody. Oh, damn. He's hardly in the state. I mean, when he is, people don't really hear much about him. And I mean, I don't mean to bash him because, I mean, that's my man. But nobody in Jersey is putting on for anybody. I mean, you can step up and do that, man. 100%. I'm the leader of Jersey, so. Yeah. And, and then that's something I'm, I'm willing to hold because people might be like, oh, you might not have as many followers or you might not be the, 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 the biggest connected connection or something. And, and I'd be like, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, my, my strongest suit is, is leadership, so. I know that that's gonna make a huge difference because if I was able to bring all these people out from no none nobody in this room right now other than you two are from the, out here. So if I'm able to bring all these people out and all the people that I'm gonna have at the show, then I could do something. So I think I'm a leader and I feel like I can put on for anybody regardless of where they're from. Hey, bro, I fuck with you, bro. <laughs> yeah. I might not be able to answer your political questions and your shit like that, but when you're talking about things that I know about, then I could really you know get into it. But um, I don't know. Other than that, I mean, that's what I do. All right. Fuck on me, you're gonna, you're gonna learn about some political shit. Alright, I mean, I'm always looking <laughs> to learn some shit. Alright. 
All right, man. Well, uh, I guess that's it for us. So thanks for coming by. Uh-huh. Um, I know you're coming back in what March or something. Um, I'm probably going. Well, whenever Rolling Loud is, I'm I'm here for that right. whole week. That's March. March. You're on May. Um, seven through eleven. What's today? What's what month are we in? Uh, we're in January. January. Well, today's February. We're in February. Yeah. We're already in February. I'm thinking yeah. ahead. Um. So I mean, at the end of the month, I probably want to set something up. I actually might be setting up something with my mans that I'm going to be doing Monday shows out here, mm-hmm. like a Monday networking event. So that's probably going to be the next time you hear about me coming out here. Um, and I'm probably going to be doing events once a month because I want to fly out here once a month. So okay. I'm probably going to come at the end of the next month or the beginning of the month after. All right, so well, I'm going to be doing that and then I'm going to follow up with a nice show and then I definitely want you guys to be a part of it and, all right, well, and make something happen. You got my contacts, so let's network and let's, let's build a future together, man. All right, man. So for the Culture Podcast. Thanks for coming by, bro. Appreciate you so much, man. I know you got an event uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow.